0: and welcome to American Dreams, a podcast about the British Royal Family.
1: I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And we're finally here talking to you about the British Royals. You might remember that I was like, oh, I'm moving. I'm totally going to be able to record all this stuff. Well, that was me being an idiot. I've been busy. That's okay. You know, they if they can take a, a break so, so can we, I think. I think it, it lined up pretty well. I mean, the yes. Queen has not been like doing too many public appearances lately. Um, Kate's still on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. So we've got Harry and Meghan doing a lot together and solo act. But, you know, we're here. We can talk about that stuff and catch up and hopefully get it back into the swing of things as we move forward, especially with Invictus coming up. Yes. Yes, and their tour. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm, I'm so, so excited.
0: excited. It's so they're gonna be gone for so long. There's gonna be so many outfits. It's gonna be great.
1: I know. There's gonna be so many like walkabouts where they interact with small children. And it's just gonna yes. be amazing. All right. But we'll Yeah. We'll get we'll more into that. We'll get into that later exactly. Uh we'll start things off by talking about the senior royals, as we typically do. First, um, for the queen, like I said, she hasn't really been doing much, and I guess this is kind of tied to, I guess, the rest of the family as well. But um, we wanted to make sure everyone's aware of this documentary that is has part of it has been released so far, um, as of this recording. It's called Queen of the World. It's a documentary that focuses on Her Majesty's role on a global stage. And the responsibilities she will hand down to the younger royal family members as they continue to build the Commonwealth connection. That's obviously, like, the PR person's description of it. Of course. Um, But you may have seen clips of this um, recently because this is the first appearance by the Duchess of Sussex on one of these um, documentaries. We've seen, you know, William and Harry talking about their grandmother before. But here we have Megan's first appearance. And it's extra special because it is her discussing her wedding attire, specifically her beautiful veil. And how, um, if you remember, it is embroidered with um, a flower or plant life from each of the Commonwealth countries. And we also learned that it included uh, the Something Blue for uh her wedding which was part of the dress that she wore on her first date with Harry oh I know I know I, I know I'm like that's so romantic <laughs> it was so romantic um and then of course uh, people on the blogs went back and pulled found every picture they could of her wearing blue dresses <laughs> but you know what I think she probably if I were if I were going on a first date with the prince I would go shopping and get something new oh, so yeah, and then I was sure. like that's Keep it in my yeah, closet. That was exactly
0: my thought when I saw on the some of the blogs. I was just like, why are you showing us these photos? She definitely went out and purchased a new dress for this. Yeah, of course she did. And
1: I'd be like, my budget is $90,000. Be like, yeah, please, please get me a dress. Right. I mean, and she looks great in blue. Uh, she wears it pretty often. Um, but, you know, I'm just, I think we would all love to know what the actual dress was. But I, again, think it was something new the occasion right
0: I want to know like if where I mean who knows how much of the thread is actually you know really all that visible Mm -hmm. but I hope someone's able to spot it once uh people are able to kind of see it in public and everything yeah I guess we'll find out we will
1: um but as I mentioned the documentary part of it has already been released if you have ITV or HBO or uh, well, if you have ITV, you can watch part one now. HBO, it comes out October 1st, but I will say, for now at least, there is in, uh, the ep- first episode is posted on YouTube, and I mm-hmm. clicked the link just before we started recording to see if it still worked, and it did, but then I noticed that the title is in, like, Cyrillic letters, like Russian letters, so it might get pulled down at any minute. I can't guarantee that it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but check it out. Uh Otherwise, you can watch the clip that's Megan talking about her veil that has been released by the royal family for everyone to enjoy. Indeed. Um, and then other than that, I guess we'll move on to Prince Charles and Camilla. They've been kind of doing their usual stuff for August and September, but mostly just want to comment on the fact that Charles was on the cover of British GQ. And he also received a lifetime achievement award for philanthropy. So charitable and dapper. Indeed. That's the story of Charles's September. It was a very yeah, it was a very dramatic photo Mm -hmm.
0: of him on the cover. And I was like, that that seems appropriate for being on the cover of GQ. Definitely. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, they didn't have a ton of exciting stuff. They were you know, Charles was not, as we talked about on our last episode, that was like two months worth of news ago uh, chasing butterflies so no and counting them but but yeah that's always up to the
1: usual tricks it's always weird and interesting to see the royals on the cover of magazines like especially I don't know maybe GQ is a little bit different in England but like GQ here I mean I know it's yeah. supposed to it's like stylish and cool and I read a lot of their stuff that's posted online like that isn't like men's fashion specific but i'm it's always like oh weird like like the time i just keep thinking about kate and her eyebrows on vogue mhm so i don't know i know that i love her on vogue i hope i hope she does
0: it once again it would be like really great if she and megan did it together oh my god i mean i have no doubt that megan will do it in the future
1: oh definitely i
0: think i think it'll be a few years from now and it'll obviously be you know traced back to you know just like Kate is you know the patron for the National po- uh, National Portrait Gallery, so that made sense. That was like she was like, Okay, I think I can justify appearing on the cover because it's part of an exhibition that they're doing with Vogue and right everything. But um, I think it'll be really cool, yeah. One day, Megan gets to do it. I know she did the cover for Vanity Fair, but that was a little different, that was more and that was pre that. She Duchess days, right? Pre Duchess, and she's probably already going to be doing it for suits so this time it'll be more on her terms
1: right mm-hmm. well anyway uh, speaking yes. of Kate let's talk about the Cambridges yes
0: oh. obviously don't have a ton of news since Kate yes is still out uh but we did this last past weekend we are recording on September 26th uh they attended uh the wedding of Sophie Carter and uh Sophie is a close friend of Kate's, and she is Charlotte's godmother. Uh, we've seen Sophie a few times. Sometimes she's actually done the walk to um, church for Christmas hmm. with them. Obviously not with the royals, but like in the back with like the with the um, Middletons. Oh yes, and stuff. And she has many amazing like uh, what's it called pillbox hats that I love. I really love kind of in her entire all of her fashion. So you should go check that out. In particular, she wears kind of this like maroon like. Pink, not even maroon, like this magenta dress that she wore one year with the pillbox hat. Ooh, in. I would wear this dress. It's fabulous.
1: Maybe drop uh that picture in our Instagram for this episode. In our Instagram oh, post. I because I, I sure will. I would like to see it. Yeah.
0: I will I will bring that one out for for the slideshow on Instagram. And uh yeah. And uh, Prince George and Princess Charlotte were in the wedding, so Prince George was a page boy, and Charlotte was a bridesmaid. And his and blue
1: satin trousers. I know. Or, like, knee knee pants. <laughs> I don't even know what they're called, but, oh, God, it's insane and hilarious, and I love it.
0: It is, because it's just, I don't know, just from, obviously, like, girls still kind of wear a similar, like, what a Charlotte would wear to a wedding if they were involved. Mm-hmm. In the ceremony, but you just don't see boys in the US dressed like out of like prime prejudice.
1: <laughs> yeah, little like it's, nursery rhyme so fantasy. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. So
0: they were adorbs. And they were wearing Amaya, which is a brand that Kate has had Charlotte wear before. So. Uh, they had some pictures. The company had them on Instagram, but they took them down. So mm. not of the kids, but of the outfits themselves. I think they realized that people know how to Zoom and can see like children's names written on them. Yeah. So, I'm sure they were politely asked to take those down. Uh, but yes, they were adorable. Uh, if you want to check photos, not everyone has them because they weren't. Apparently there was no source for these photos. At one point, hmm. I don't know if that's changed. So no one was really sure if they should publish them or not because or not, they didn't know if they were taken by something, somebody weird, or
1: whatnot. well. And they also so. don't know if the person's going to sue them for copyright infringement, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, Kate was
0: also obviously there, and she was in a uh, her in a rewear. She wore a, a blue Catherine Walker coat dress that she wore in Berlin last year. And uh, and then the more noticeable feature of her outfit was a floral headband in the same kind of blue um, by Juliet Botterill, who has made a few of her toppers in the last couple months. And this one has, I think, it's been very dis- divisive. I'm not sure how people, a lot of people either love it, hate it, have seen more photos, and they love it. What do you think, Jenna? What well, my your, first
1: impression was... Oh my God, Caitlin was totally right. She is really leaning into the Alice Band headband toppers for 2018. <laughs> like trend alert. And then, <laughs> and then I was, I, and again I saw a few pictures of it, but not anything extensive and not anything like high definition. Um, I thought I didn't, I didn't love it and I didn't hate it necessarily. I can see why it would be divisive but i don't think i got a good enough look at it to have a very strong opinion cuz i think mm-hmm. mostly my concerns about it my like hesitation is the fact that it seems like it's really tall and it seems like it looks like if you had a headband that was like randomly 3 inches tall and so mm-hmm. um but it might look better like from a different angle it might just be a weird photo and so i didn't want to i don't want to say like i hate it Just because I might not actually hate it.
0: Mm -hmm. No, at first I was kind of like, whoa, that's a lot of headband. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I saw a few other photos and I think I'm coming around to that I actually like it. And I think it was proportioned properly. It just, yeah, it's like anything that they wear. Sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, what? It just looks weird at this angle or you can't see the movement in a photo. So it just doesn't look quite right. Yeah,
1: I think the picture I saw, like Kate's head was down, like she was reaching down to a child and so like mm-hmm. that was never the like intended angle for that hat you know so I mm-hmm. th- that's why right. I gonna mean, give it the benefit of the doubt <laughs> like seeing it like from a person wearing it standing up straight or right. something I think is probably how to best judge it
0: yeah so we'll see if it ever comes back out it certainly could uh but yeah, uh, it seems like she had at least some sort of role in the wedding. Maybe it was kind of similar to being kind of the the steward of the the bridal party of the children, the wrangler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's some and so but yeah, check out the photos because yeah, there's a really cute one of Princess Charlotte with the bride and oh, and everything. I loved so, Charlotte's yeah, dress it too. It was so
1: sweet. It was mm-hmm. yeah. I want it in like an adult version with a little bit of a lower waistline, but that's that's yeah. another story,
0: right? I'm sure. I'm sure. Maybe they'll start making replica Charlottes of her things in the next couple of years, and then you can do that, but in your size, obviously.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> let's hope people don't get that crazy. Yeah, I know. But who knows? Uh, but yeah. So everyone's question has been when? Well, Kate. Be kind of resuming her normal royal duties since everyone else has kind of gone back into the fray. Um, and it was announced just today that she will be back on October 2nd and uh, she will visit the Sayers Croft Trust Forest School and Wildlife Garden um, at the Paddington Recreation Grounds. So that's this upcoming Tuesday. So I'm excited to see her there. And that seems like kind of a really great um, kind of uh, event to kind of start out with because it seems like it might be a little bit more relaxed since it it seems like it's going to be more of an outdoor event so maybe she doesn't have to wear she can honestly wear like leggings and she can wear
1: her trusty b- maybe boots. a sweater
0: or a, like her knee like a wax coat yeah of some sort
1: yeah exactly it's more casual well it's like you know there's a she definitely won't want to be wearing like spike heels because that'll just sink right, right. into the ground <laughs> so yeah. yeah just throw on some knee high boots and a nice coat and you're good. Yep. Yeah.
0: And I totally forgot to put this in here, but there was also an announcement. I think it was last week or the week before that Kate is going to be kind of spearheading a new mental health initiative. And uh, I'm sorry, I don't have all the details, but I just thought of it. Oh well. As, yeah. You know th- we're missing so much news. So we're just gonna yeah we will we're in, full steam ahead. We'll s- but um. <laughs> We'll get back to that maybe when there's a little bit more information.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when we especially if you know she does an appearance on behalf of that effort Mm -hmm. in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, Um, yeah, and like Caitlin said, you know we we've been off for a while, so we're not going to go all the way back and talk about every single event that's been done, but we're going to hit the highlights and um, or our favorites uh, from those times, and then we're going to uh, focus on what's happened in more recent days um, and then also looking to the future but we're gonna move on to Megan and Harry and first and foremost the most important update of all is a dog alert it has been oh uh, yes I know Lupo has a friend everyone another friend assuming that he already is friends with Megan's dog from Canada now it's been reported that um, Harry and Meghan adopted or or acquired, I don't know. Um, well, yes, I guess it has been reported more formally that it's adopted, but it's a black lab, and his name's Oz, and it's been revealed oh. that his name's Oz by Sally Bedell Smith, who is a royal biographer, and she, Oz has been spotted uh, with playing with Meghan in the Kensington Palace courtyard. So, I guess I would say Oz is probably settling in well to his new home. And if you are ever around Kensington, keep an eye out for a a nice black lab. he sounds so cute. I know. I love and dogs. I really hope. I know. Well, I'm glad
0: that they could adopt another little doggo. Well, I'm guessing, like, I think it's Bogart. No, yeah, Bogart, I think, is the dog she has currently. Yeah. And guy stayed back in Canada. But I'm guessing Bogart is used to having, like, a companion. I, and so it was probably
1: made sense for them to get another dog, because he was probably like, oh, where is a friend for me to, like, play with or annoy? Exactly. Who will I snuggle with when my mom and dad are off, I don't know, on their adventures and engagements elsewhere? Right. He needed to get a, a a buddy to hang out with him while they go to Australia. Right. Yeah. Did you see that weird story
0: about people thought that Megan was outside walking a dog and, like, she was picking up their the dog's, like, poop? No, I didn't see that. It, yeah. So there was a photo. Fo- it was probably, I think it was two or three or weeks ago, there was, everyone's like, Ever- Megan's out walking a dog. And I think it was, like, it looked like it could be a new dog because there had been the rumors that they had gotten a new dog. Mm-hmm. But, and this person kind of looks like her, and they're like right by like the um, entrance to Kensington Palace where like the the fences and everything. Yeah. Where we've seen Megan coming in and out before um, when she's been like gro- grocery shopping at Whole Foods or whatnot. And yeah, it's like a person bending down like with a dog bag to like pick up. Um,
1: well, she's, the a dog's res- business. she's a responsible pet owner if that is Megan. Right. Indeed. But
0: apparently people said it couldn't have been her because apparently they were like out of the country or something like that. Yeah. But. I just thought it was funny. They're like, she's so normal. I was like, well, yeah, she yeah, like you said, she's a responsible person.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we'll get to this in more detail, but it's like a scandal that she closed her own car door. So yes. We'll get to that in a second though. Yeah. Um I guess that's that's about all the information we have about the dog. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed there'll be photos released similar to like a family photo similar to like um what Will and Kate when they release their pictures with Lupo, there'll be a family portrait with Harry, Meghan, and the two pups coming our way. That seems like that seems like a really great like Christmas card. Oh, I agree. Like
0: when you, wi- when you wish them well, they send cards to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a great opportunity for for them to like showcase the dogs. I agree. uh
1: oh, we'll we'll keep you posted. Well, this is like Lupo Watch 2.0 with Oz action. I don't know. Ooh, I like that Oz action. Oz action. All right. Segment. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Let's talk our favorite Megan outfits since yeah. the hiatus. Ah, <sighs> all right. Well, I I can go first. Yeah. Why don't you take it away?
0: Yeah. So my favorite was actually what she wore on her birthday. Ooh. Um, so they uh, went to a wedding on August fourth. Uh, when they, it was a uh, for one of Prince Harry's childhood friends, and she wore a color Club Monaco um, color block skirt, and like this cute kind of, I think it, it was, I think it's like a navy bluish, um, like top part of the dress, it, and then mm-hmm. it's got like all the color blocking in the skirt. Well, I can part, tell but. you
1: because this is mine as well. Yay! <laughs> it's a dress. <laughs> um, it's a dress from Club Monaco and it um yeah it's like a navy blue with the the black sweeps around and yeah i love this too sorry keep going yes no that's
0: great no and i yeah i thought everything about it was great she had a great topper because she had kind of the beret topper and from philip tracy and she was wearing what are becoming my favorite shoes from her amen there's, she has two pairs of shoes I really love. She has these ones, which are the Aquazuras with the he, with the um, bow on the heel.
1: Yeah, they're, are they the Deneuve? Is that what they're called? Or am uh, I making that up? She I wore think them, you might be right. Yeah, Deneuve. Pucks. She wore them recently. Yeah, she just wore yeah. them to um, with her Givenchy thing. I'm glad. Well, we both, ugh, we have such great style. I And I'm I'll glad. tell you why I really like it. So one thing... Yeah and I can't really criticize Megan because I have a similar inclination she doesn't wear patterns a whole lot she's very like monochromatic so she'll wear um, two different colors at once but she'll wear like a blue coat with a black dress or or black uh, trousers and a black top but she's very like she really rarely seems to wear anything with a big pattern like this and I just think the skirt it's so fun Um, it's a it's something interesting that you don't see every day. And I just really thought it was great. And yeah, she looked like her whole outfit together was just great. But yes,
0: I loved it. It was, it's a great dress. I hope she will wear it for an actual event. Because that's the thing, it can be worn for casual. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great outfit, and I would love to wear it. And
1: it's actually some, I mean, it's probably sold out everywhere, but it's like in the realm of affordability. Right. I think it was maybe 300 bucks max. Yeah, so, so like still expensive, but also not 3000 bucks.
0: Exactly. Exactly. She most likely purchased it off a website. A stylist didn't bring it to her. So Exactly. That 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 could be true. I don't know.
1: So. <laughs> Yay! Okay, well great. We agree. I know. Good job, Megan. But I guess the next question is how how's Megan doing so far? It's a big question. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no. So I put this
0: on our notes just because they had made mention that she'd better royal for a hundred days, and we always talk about how people in your jobs or even like the president of the United States, like first hundred days, are seen, as, are seen as so pivotal to like how they how they set the stage for their entire you know career or reign or whatever. And um, I just thought it was an interesting thing. So I didn't know if we wanted to discuss. Personally, I I think she's doing a great job. I think. Um, I think a lot of people were worried that she was going to be so, so revolutionary and so, you know, disrespectful of the monarchy. And I feel like she's done a really great job of first of all, not doing that. Cause we never, we knew she was never going to do that. Um, and I think she's just done a, yeah, a really great job of kind of, and as we'll talk about soon, um, taking things that she's actually passionate about and finding ways to um, work those them into her work and I think she's done a great job so far and yeah so I'm gonna say I feel like for kind of being kind of in whirlwind into this kind of life I think she's doing quite well
1: yeah I, I can have no complaints I mean she's been doing really cool things and you know making a lot of different appearances and doing a lot of different types of appearances and so I can't you know, I think it's going to be really interesting to keep watching her, and you know, she's not yeah. going to stay at this level of busyness constantly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she'll be able to take more time off, um, like the rest of the family in August, <laughs> um, other times. But you know, she just has set the stage, I think, really nicely for herself. Hmm. Agreed. So good job, Megan. Yay! And and one of the things you mentioned is. The first event that we'll be talking about, which was, is this kind of surprise cookbook event and this yes. revelation. I mean, I woke up one morning and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, there's a cookbook that Megan has written the foreword to and has kind of helped get off the ground already, which is crazy. I mean, you don't know how long necessarily this has been in the works. Like it, it might have been... Um, kind of in production or in the pipeline before the wedding. But mm-hmm. still she's she's been very busy um getting this together. And it's a great idea. So this cookbook is called Together. And it is a collaboration with a place called the Hub Community Kitchen or or it's it's really about the Hub Community Kitchen, which is a, a community space where um women in a certain part of London, and many of whom are survivors of the Grenfell Tower fire and um, that disruption to their lives have been able to come and cook together, and so it's a it's a place that you know has really contributed to the sense of community and and allowed people to keep doing what they love, which is cooking, even when they don't necessarily have a place to cook in, and it also helps. People come together and share, um, and meet their neighbors, and you know support each other in good times and in difficult times. Um, so Megan's written the foreword to this, and there's a nice video of her cooking with these women and them talking about um, what the kitchen has meant to them. And apparently, it seems like the cookbook was Megan's idea. Um, it was someone was saying that you know Megan asked why isn't this place open 7 days a week and they hmm. said funding and she said great let's write a cookbook let's publish it and we'll, all the proceeds will go to helping get this off the ground and keep it open and um i mean i'm going to i'm going to buy it <laughs> so yeah. i'm super excited and it's a lot of you know family recipes um from all these different women and so it's like their individual take on you know their cultural food and and also, you know, British, certain British elements thrown in and all that stuff. It's just going to be really good. And it looks delicious. That was the one challenge. Watching that video is not being able to eat it all right away. Right. So after they announced that this cookbook, like, existed, um, it was pretty soon after that that they said there would be an event. Um, and Harry, Megan, and Doria, as a surprise, showed up um, to this event to launch the cookbook formally. And yeah. um, it appears that Harry has a similar belief system to us, which is that it's hard to keep your hands <laughs> off the food. Because, of course, one of the best um, things to come out of that is a video of Harry very casually walking, hiding samosas behind his back yeah (laughs) like oh hi I'm not doing anything I was definitely not stealing the delicious fried food Um, I'm just I'm just over here supporting my woman nothing Mm -hmm. to see here of course (laughs) Um, and so he of course was charming and amazing and then um, I want to just do a quick shout out to Doria looking great you know not no big Mm -hmm. surprise um, but it's very clear to me that Megan has inherited her mother's taste when it comes to shoes. Because Doria's shoes are amazing. So, again, this is an example of, like, spike heels are out of the question. This was a a setup that was, like, a tent outside. So they were on, like, grass. Mm-hmm. So nothing you want to be afraid you're going to sink into. But she's wearing these amazing platform, um, like, chunky heel shoes. I cannot find an ID on them. I went to... Um, mad about megan and read the comments and it seems like they're very popular shoes a lot of people (laughs) were like oh my god doria's shoes but no one id'd them but if you know what they are hit us up americrown dreams at gmail.com facebook americrown dreams instagram (laughs) americrown dreams you you know the drill um because i would love to know just at least what brand those are because they were really Mm -hmm. cool
0: Yeah, and this is definitely kind of a, I don't know if I can say this is a royal first, but I certainly, I don't know if there's ever been an event where, um, you know, the mother has showed up at an event. So I think that's really great that um, Doria can kind of be part of these things. And obviously she's not looking to become a public figure in any sense, but I think people are are interested in her and obviously Megan comes from kind of a a, a different family background where she's very close with her mother and that mother her mother appears to be kind of the only person at least close family relation that she has and so I think it's really great that she was able to come and see kind of yeah her first event and and be Meg's mom as she introduced herself at the event apparently.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's also makes a lot of sense with this particular um, event, because it is all about, you know, a place where women build community and and family and all that. And a a lot of time that's been in the kitchen. And for the women who contributed recipes, you know, based on what I saw in the video, they were all like, no, I like feeding people is my passion. I love it. I love taking care of people by making them something delicious. And Mm -hmm. so I think Megan and her mom probably feel similarly about that they've they've spent a lot of time cooking together and so i think it made a lot of sense um we will i will go quickly through what megan was wearing and so she was um since it was an outdoor event and it's kind of chilly she had a coat on it was a blue Smythe peaked lapel wool blend coat very nice and then she was wearing a um like a a bodysuit underneath it, and then a black scat- Saturday skirt by Misha Nanu, which is her friend, the designer. Mm-hmm. She was also wearing Sarah Flint J one hundred pumps, which have a tortoiseshell like heel detail. Um Yes, I really like that. I this. did too. And again, great, great <laughs> choice of shoes that with a thicker heel, no not very risky. Um when you're outdoors like this but i th- mm. I thought the outfit was great yeah it
0: looked very warm i liked it
1: yeah i'm jealous of the coat very for good. sure
0: <laughs> i know all right so yeah so that was a great kind of first initiative from megan and yeah i think it was a perfect way to kind of go because it, it absolutely is her obviously she loves food and uh even from her early days of being in the tig Mm -hmm. Uh, she that's that was like her passion to talk about so I think it'll be interesting to see what else she does with this project because it sounds like she had been volunteering secretly and privately at um, the hub since like January and so I'm sure she'll kind of continue to do that and figure out other ways that she can kind of uh, use her her image and whatnot for kind of figuring out ways to help people who have been affected by the Grenfell Tower fires.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if like she was hoping to expand this, because I mean, obviously, um, a large portion of the people who go to the hub are have been affected by something like the Grenfell Tower uh, fire. But I mean, I think this is a really great idea for, you know, any place around London or throughout England or other commonwealth countries for her to set up because i do think it's it's a fun um way to kind of mingle with your community and your neighbors and meet people Mm -hmm. and share things and i don't know we'll see what she does i'm excited yeah exactly all right why don't you take the next two
0: yeah, for All sure. Right. All right. So uh, the next event that Megan recently did was on September 24th. She and Harry attended the Coach Corps uh, Awards event at, uh, I'm going to say, Longborough College? Lawborough. Lawborough. College mm-hmm. and uh, we have talked about Coach, Coach Core quite a few times because it's been a project that Harry has worked on a few times, um, quite a few times. I think he's obviously a patron, uh, and it's an ev- uh, it's a not an event but a program that works to get kind of people who haven't taken kind of the traditional like go to college route or kind of is looking to kind of break in with some new skills. Uh, Coach Core kind of trains them to be coaches for students. And so they can train and help kids for a variety of sports, and it helps them kind of gain some work experience uh, before they can kind of pursue another job. Mm -hmm. And uh, so at this event, they did uh, some sports ball. Yes, much sports ball. Much sports ball. In this case, it was netball. Which what? And yeah, um, I have determined that I don't know what it is. (laughs) Uh, But they did... uh, some of that and um so they like did you know some shooting and passing of the it ball It looked like basketball to me. I'm honestly astonished that it,
1: it's not. I mean, maybe the ball yeah. looked a little smaller? Like it's obviously not like an NBA. It didn't look
0: like a basketball. Yeah. It looks like like it looks like I don't know if you remember these, but they're like um like you remember the Nerf balls? Mhm. Like the big ones? Like that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like it's some sort of a basketball kind of game. Um, it, it looks like there's maybe like more people than like on per team or something, but I'm not sure. Uh, but if you are familiar with netball, I'm Googling it right now. Tell us.
1: Seven players instead of five. Oh, okay. It was well, began you know. in derived from early versions of basketball. It began in England in the 1890s. Oh, okay. Okay all right oh it used to be well, cool. it, like it's it was like the women's version of basketball like it was seen oh. as like i don't know it's pro. it's like probably like i don't know it's weird okay so got hmm. it cool
0: but yes, yeah, so they played netball. And uh, there was also an award ceremony where they, they um, gave out awards for like progress, people who have done exceptional. And Harry and Meghan both spoke at that event, and Harry did like the award portion of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, what Meghan wore is she wore a navy crepe uh, pull-bloom Oscar de la Renta blouse and uh, also some Alta Zura high-waisted bootcut wool pants. Um, we couldn't really tell what shoes she was wearing, but it looked like heels. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I love the I love the blouse. Oh, oh okay. You did not. I did not. Um, Pourquoi? I, normally, I think I think the lopsidedness kind of got to me on this one in particular. I thought it looked too heavy. It it.
1: It know. might have been. I agree. It didn't seem like it was. It quite fit in with what they were doing. Like I, yes. it looked like I would have boiled, got like boiling hot in two seconds. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm more. I could see that. So it wasn't. Yeah,
0: it wasn't that I thought it was ugly or anything. It was more. I was. I, it just wasn't quite what I would have worn to
1: play that. an indoor basketball-like sport. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, and I mean. It's not like we can just be, oh, she should have worn, you know, her her Lululemons and uh, some sort of zip up. Mm-hmm. They were they had to present awards afterward. It makes sense that they wouldn't change when they were going to be doing a quick right exercise where it wasn't going to be like, like sweaty and all of that. So I do get that. But yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but I do think it was like I looked the construction was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just this previous evening on um september 25th she did her first solo event uh, it was at the royal academy of arts for the opening of oceana and um, this was an exhibition that celebrates the art of uh, the pacific region including um, places like a place that i don't know which is called melanesia mm-hmm. um, but also micronesia polynesia and then um, new guinea hawaii new zealand australia fiji and it was a bunch of artwork um, that spans over 500 years. And this was a great first event for Megan because she will soon be going to a lot of these countries uh, when they do their royal tour uh, towards the end of October. And uh, so, yeah, she got to meet people. She got to do the Maori greeting. Yep. Which if you've seen other royals do, it's when they uh, meet someone, and uh, f- which is, I believe they are the... Um, Native people of New Zealand, Australia, Australia. Okay, I'm sorry. Or wait, um, no. Oh my God, because no, Aboriginal.
1: Yeah. Ab- oh my God. Yes. No, is Maori. You're right. Australia, yes, right? Maori is right? New Zealand. I'm sorry, New okay. Zealanders and native peoples. I, that's my bad. It's okay. <sighs> but
0: yes, uh, but where they put their, they kind of do the um, forehead to nose kind of greeting, mm-hmm. and you've seen. Uh, Kate and Will have done it before, and obviously anybody who's been meeting with someone from um, the Maori uh, group. And uh, so, I think that was a great opportunity for her to kind of. I think it was, in, in general, a good event to yeah be solo because you're actually like looking at things and you can comment on them. It's it's also not one where you are meeting you know families that are grieving, which is definitely a more I think, intense experience, especially when you have cameras on you and photos being taken and all of that. Yeah. That, so I feel like this was a good one where she could be like, wow, that's a very nice painting. Right. Oh, that's like beautiful art.
1: I love that. Or wow. And what yes. what gorgeous singing. Thank you. You know, all that kind of stuff. Ask questions. Exactly. Learn stuff and right. not have to deal with anything too tricky emotionally. Exactly.
0: Not that I don't. Yeah. Um, not that she can't handle it, but it's uh, a good first event.
1: Don't want to but throw yes, her in the but, deep end, no matter how good of a swimmer she is.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, but to what Megan wore is uh, she wore a Givenchy uh, bespoke version of the uh, black velvet appliqued midi dress with pleated sheer sleeves. That was a mouthful. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then she wore her our our shoes that we really love, which are the Aquazura Devineau pumps.
1: Deneuve, but yes. Yeah. Deneuve. Yeah, okay. it's like the, Is the, French? the French, Is it French it's the French like Catherine Deneuve, the actress who mm. I don't know. Oh, I guess I don't know. I'm not aware of this person, but I I, I yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: Sorry. Okay, sorry. Say it again. Deneuve. Deneuve. Yes. Okay. Deneuve. Okay, I'm going to remember that. Um, which are yes, the black shoes we talked about earlier with the bow at the heel
1: and are amazing and beautiful. And what were your thoughts on the Givenchy dress? Ah
0: uh, I, I liked it. I think at there was there was one photo that came out at first, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a fan because I thought it was I thought it was um, pants or was like a um, it was like a uh, what's it called jumpsuit type thing a jumpsuit yes. Hmm. And I didn't like it that way. But once I saw it full on, and I saw that she had actually belt, there was a belt on it as well. I really ended up really loving it and thought it was I really liked kind of because it has kind of like that um, triangle on mm-hmm. it and I was a fan of that kind of um cutting up it wasn't just like one color it it was like a different it kind of looked almost like velvet to me. Yeah. Um I, and I really liked that. So I'm a fan. I would I would wear this
1: see we are maybe not the sleeves, but yeah we're all over the board because I I'm not the biggest fan of this one. Mostly oh, the sleeves. Okay. Mostly I'm just like get the sleeves off of there. <laughs> I don't like black sheer material. Unless it is um, deployed more artfully. I just think it's really, it's it's not easy to photograph. Like, it probably looks gorgeous mm-hmm. in person. It just doesn't photograph that well. Um, because it it reflects light, weirdly. And so, I don't know. But yeah, if you took, chopped off the sleeves, would love it. No, that's fine. No, I definitely, the sleeves were definitely
0: the part that I least liked about it. I think it.
1: it was the most yeah. controversial element. Yes. Um, yes. Based on the comments I saw.
0: Well, for sure. Because I think, especially for me, I don't really like showing off my arms. So I actually like sleeves a lot. Oh, it's same. I feel like,
1: you know. But yeah. yeah.
0: I'm like, the point is to cover the arms up. They are they are cold. Often they are cold. Mm-hmm. So why would I wear sheer? Because I would be freezing anyways. So Yeah. But I thought, it, I thought it looked really nice and, and very uh, appropriate for the event. That I agree with. So, yeah, so there we go. So
1: as you just mentioned, um, they're kind of gearing up for the upcoming trip to Australia, New Zealand, etc. Oceana itself. Um, that will be taken by Harry and Meghan um, kind of as a tie-in with the upcoming Invictus Games. And they have formally released the um, Duke and Duchess of Sussex's itinerary. And it's kind of what you expect. Obviously, it's like flying into Sydney, you know, going going around, eventually taking kind of a, a logical route around. But and you can look that up on their website if you want more detailed information. But I just wanted to talk about two things, which... Um, are from this Daily Mail article. And I don't know anything about this, so I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) So apparently there's this town or city in Australia called Dubbo. And it's like a suburb or it's in New South Wales. And that is the... So they arrive on October 16th. And then on October 17th, they're going to Dubbo. And apparently like the global reaction has been like, huh? Why are they going to Dubbo? And according to a Daily Mail article, uh, quote, Royal fans took to Twitter to express their confusion that Dubbo made the list. I'm so confused, one commenter posted. Um, It turns out Dubbo is where there's this gorgeous zoo. Um, It's an open range zoo called the Taronga Western Plains Zoo. So that's probably why Dubbo is on the list. Um, but it also caused the mayor of that city to have to like defend his his town's honor and be like, "Hey, there's there's cool stuff here. There's a there's a historic jail in the, in the center <laughs> of town, <laughs> and it's just really funny." So I'm interested because it's like, yeah, again, the headline is Royal fans baffled at announcement that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex to visit Dubbo. Like, I just think it's really funny (laughs) because I've never heard of that place before, and it makes sense if, especially if they're going to go to like a zoo, because you know Harry, like William and like Charles, has been involved in conservation charities, so that might be what they're doing, and it's probably what they're doing, but it's still just kind of funny. It'll be funny if they end up going to the jail instead. Well, right. I feel like it's
0: like the equivalent if they were like coming to visit. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And they were
1: like, and they're coming to visit Burns. Or like Bloomington. Like like and yeah. people would say Bloomington and yeah, there's a Bloomington, Minnesota. But then you'd go, Oh, the Mall of America is there. Oh. You know, yes. you'd be like, Oh, that's where that landmark is. But on paper right. you're like, What? Why would they go there? Or like, right. oh, they're going to Chanhassen. Why are they going to Chanhassen? Oh, that's where Prince's house is. You know? Like, yeah. oh, okay, that's there's a reason to go there. That's where Paisley Park is. But yeah, Mm -hmm. on paper, unless you're from the area, and even if you're from the area, sometimes you're like, huh? Like, what are they doing here? Right. (laughs) Um, The second bit of news I just want to foreshadow is, and maybe take, I don't know how confirmed this is, it was reported in the same mail article, is that um, as part of the Invictus Games in Australia, we can expect an appearance by one Mr. David Beckham, who... Has become an ambassador for the event, and so I'm I'm thinking we'll get some good photos of Harry, Meghan, and and David, schmoozing together. And if David looks as handsome as he did on their wedding day, I mean I'm I'm looking forward to it. We'll see if Posh Spice Indeed. shows up too. <gasps> That'd be great. Yeah, it would be, or if um, Meghan just you know tips her hat to her by wearing, um, a piece by Victoria Beckham or two we'll see so. it would be great if it was both I know Ugh. Victoria
0: Beckham and Megan in Victoria Beckham and Victoria Beckham in Victoria Beckham I, like I, it. I agree
1: and David Beckham <laughs> just sitting there looking looking cute with Harry so yeah we'll be reporting on on more details and like getting more into the nitty-gritty of this as we get closer but I just think that those were two funny things and interesting things to talk about up yeah front.
0: awesome All right. And yeah, so the last uh, little tidbit we'll talk about for Megan and Harry is uh, we obviously, after the wedding, we had so many questions about uh, that veil. Yeah. And we were like, we want to inspect it. It has 53 countries represented on it. And We need to, we want some sort of way to look at it. And we had expressed interest in, yeah, them doing some sort of exhibition. And thankfully, uh, they recently announced they will have an exhibition that will begin October 26th at Windsor Castle uh, called A Royal Wedding, The Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And um, it'll go from, yep, October 26th to January 6th at Windsor. And then it'll be in Edinburgh from uh, June 14th to October 6th again. Uh, so, yeah, and the dress, veil, and tiara will all be on display, as well as a replica of Prince Harry's uniform. And yeah, uh, I'm very excited. Me too.
1: I don't. I um. I want tickets to England, yes. please. I know. I'm gl- I'm gonna say I'm glad it's not. It hasn't started yet because my husband's currently in London, and if he was there mm. when it was going on, I would be furious and jealous beyond oh all gosh, measure. Yes. But Um,
0: I mean, I'm already jealous right now because your husband has been posting Instagram stories. Jerk! I know, and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm one moment. I'm just like looking at like someone else's story of like a cute baby or a puppy, and then I'm like,
1: no. He's like, like, oh look, I'm at a really fancy restaurant in downtown, like downtown, or oh here's the view from my window. I'm right by Saint. I want to go I want to go to there. I know. He's. but anyway he's at least I'm he doesn't know this yet but you know he said obviously what souvenirs do you want and I said as much Cadbury chocolate the real stuff as you can carry and now I also know you better buy me that cookbook because I don't know if it's on sale in America yet but I'm gonna get it you can get it on Amazon okay yes but I want the British one so okay I'll make him I'll make him carry a heavy cookbook around for me
0: (laughs) The least he can yeah. do. And if he needs to pay extra for his luggage, so be it. It's through work. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we also wanted to thank all of the listeners that had sent us messages going, it's coming, the dress is going to be I on know. display and everything, because everyone knew that we were obviously very uh, gung-ho about seeing everything up close and personal. Obviously, we're not going to be able to, like, put our nose up to the display or anything, but... um
1: yeah too bad i would love to just sit there with like a magnifying glass i don't need to touch it i I just need to look right so
0: so yeah so if you do i'm not sure who knows maybe one of us will get out there uh maybe we will get that sponsor we've been looking for Mm -hmm. i mean we did one time get that email from that random person wanting us to put ads on our show but they were not legit so yeah that's okay
1: you know we'll be okay Um,
0: yeah they didn't even they also said that they liked our music so I was a little. it's usually how it and, goes yeah and i was like oh we don't there's no music i mean what the rule yeah. the yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we definitely composed that that yeah. isn't uh you know an open source or like a public domain thing right. that was written in like hundreds of years ago right oh but yeah. anyway
0: so we'll see um how that goes, so that should be a great
1: thing in the coming months mm-hmm. to see. All right, um, we'll finish up just with a quick tidbit and another foreshadow yeah. into the upcoming royal wedding that, or the I guess the other royal wedding on the docket for 2018. Yes, um, October 12. Yes, coming up very quickly, and that's between Princess Eugenie and her fiance Jack. Is it Brooksbanks or Brookbanks? I don't remember the plural. Brooksbank. Brooksbank Brooks Bank. or Brookbanks. It's like Crookshanks. It's, yeah. So it has an S yeah. after the Brooks okay.
0: portion. So
1: him. Yeah. And so Princesses Eugenie and Beatrice were in vogue together. And in that it was announced that surprise, surprise, she will be wearing a wedding dress by a British designer.
0: <gasps>
1: oh, good. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Do you have any I mean do you have any predictions? I
0: I was actually going to do a little research cuz right.
1: I um I'm not
0: sure. Maybe we'll do that next. There's obviously a lot of options and I thought we could talk about it in an upcoming I episode agree. So before cuz I mean we don't have too much time to the wedding but we certainly I will probably get a chance to record something before the wedding. Yeah. At least maybe some predictions. Obviously we won't go into as much stuff as we did for Megan and Harry's wedding but at least yeah talk about who we think might design and maybe the tiara that she might wear. Right. Because um, those things are fun. But why don't you talk to us about the listener response? <laughs> yeah. I forgot uh, about yeah. Calm so, Down, Jan. I know. I don't, and I can't remember what episode, but it was either the previous, one of our last, one of our few last episodes. We discussed there had been an article in the Daily Mail by um, a reporter, Jan. I can't remember her last name. Uh, but she had wrote kind of a scathing review of kind of, uh, the entire kind of concept that Princess Eugenie is going to be doing for her wedding, which is she is going to be opening up. Um, she's going to be having more of a public wedding. She's going to have... She's obviously getting married at Windsor, and she's allowing people to be part of the grounds, um, not only just people from uh, charities that she's supported, but also just people from across the UK. Obviously, we failed. I have not yet received any response to my fake.
1: Yeah, messages. I don't think they're going to like be like, yeah, your fraud is so yeah you were clever but not is who it is I've, I'm just Jan-moire. I just went to the to Fergie's Instagram account to find, oh, the, perfect. find the defense yeah
0: yes and Fergie had also posted a letter that uh another um person had po- had sent to the Daily Mail just being like how dare you because it yes it was a very like you are unimportant Princess Jeannie Try- stop trying to make this happen and you're not, you know, part of the royal family that's going to be carrying on duties in the future. So you shouldn't act like it. Mm-hmm. And we kind of said, if Princess Eugenie is a princess, she wants this wedding, she can have it. hmm uh, and so, yeah, so after we had gotten that, we had gotten a few messages. A lot of people disagreed with oh, us. Oh, they did. <laughs> they did. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, several of our listeners had sent messages and we kind of went back and forth about, uh, but yeah, they kind of thought that uh, Princess Eugenia had, has kind of overstepped her, her her boundaries as far as the type of wedding that um, she should be having because they're also this type of wedding also means more funding from the public goes towards security and operations and maybe princess Eugenie is a little too far out um far removed from you know uh, be, obviously obviously her dad is not going to be the heir and so she's not um yeah not like the prince harry or prince william in the in the sense that they're very much more famous and more of a public um figure in the family
1: and I, I definitely see where those listeners are coming from. I think I, I'm still just a little bit. It's hard for me to figure out where you draw the line. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I do think that Beatrice and Eugenie fall within the the list of people because, like, if you're really thinking about it, like Harry, Harry's pretty far down the list at this point because William has three kids. I mean, the, he's. I mean he's what, is it sixth or seventh in line now sixth in line now, Harry is. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so like I get it, like he's the son of the heir, but at a certain point, I don't know. So I can I can definitely understand, like, there are people who I think legitimate have legit very legitimate points about not or you know, concerns about how the royal family has accumulated its wealth throughout the years and then also the burden they currently put on British taxpayers etc and I I you know that's not my perspective but I respect that point of view I mean again it's this is all weird I'm an American I don't know that's what
0: I, I yeah, mean that was that's my conclusion. one of our res- my responses I was
1: like we don't care who's paying for it we just love the spectacle and we're totally cool with it happening I mean and, yeah, it's her day. I <laughs> pay for a lot of things in my taxes that I do not agree with. Like, like that I think are actually terrible and horrible. And I, I'm upset that I, in some way, contribute to them. But, like, I also don't mm-hmm. want to get arrested for tax evasion or something. So, right. I pay. I mean, ultimately, I would, uh, I don't know. It's just a hard thing. Yeah, I, I,
0: I don't know. I kind of err on the side that she is... Compared to others, like for example, some people have made mention. For example, like um, when Peter Phillips got married, mm-hmm. which he also got married at um, to, at Windsor to Autumn Phillips, uh, he didn't have like a public procession, and he's also all of not. That. He also
1: doesn't have a title, though.
0: Right. That that's exactly exactly, and they've chosen to kind of live their lives a little differently. And I think um, even for example, Princess Eugenie and Beatrice were in Vogue, and. That shows they definitely live a very different um, life, and um, obviously they they talked about it in Vogue how they they felt like they kind of have this weird they're kind of in limbo yeah because they they don't they can't particularly have a normal existence but they also can't completely forsake their their royal roots.
1: I mean, um, I think both of those girls probably went through hell because of the drama surrounding their parents and how the press treated their Mm -hmm. mom I mean I'm not comparing what the press did to Diana with what the press did to Fergie directly but like clearly it was Mm -hmm. terrible and I would be miserable if my mother was subjected to one one hundredth of the scrutiny that happened so Mm -hmm. I mean like yeah it's kind of you know you you have to be like oh it's just it's just such a hard thing and that's why it's like oh where do you draw the line Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm just like I don't know. My personal opinion is that you draw the line with that, like kind of with them, and then with, you're done. Like the grandchildren. Well, right. Well, and like mean? I mean, draw or, the line. So it's William and Harry, and then I think it's fine that Eugenie's doing this, and then if Beatrice wants to do it, great. And I think that that's probably going to be it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if the queen, the queen wouldn't let her have a wedding that she didn't think it was appropriate. Right. And I think Princess Eugenie wouldn't have a wedding she didn't want because she she could have a more private wedding and release photos. She could honestly do what a lot of celebrities do. they They have their wedding and they sell their photos to Vogue or they have a profile of their dress in Vogue. I wouldn't be surprised if Princess Eugenie has a fit, like her last fitting is somehow profiled in vogue or something like that
1: yeah or she could have done like a a, kind of what pippa middleton ended up doing which is like you have photographers there you know and you release images and stuff um kind of day of because people are interested in it and like we want to see george and charlotte and kate and everyone but yeah you're not like closing down a whole street and it's obviously still mm -hmm. very fancy but yeah yeah Exactly. I don't know. So,
0: yeah. Maybe I don't know. the it's queen talked, wants uh, to throw
1: her granddaughter a fancy wedding because so far she's only thrown gran- had grandsons get married or right, like of the, exactly. of the ones who have public personas, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. she was like, no, I want to throw a, a wedding where it's the bride. Like, mm-hmm. that's where we can really break out the good jewelry.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's interesting uh, and... I think it's more of telling that Eugenie is kind of maybe going to more lean into her royal role, mm-hmm. even if she doesn't have exactly the support or um, guidance from the actual like the crown, especially when Charles is in charge. And there's been you know, the rumors that <laughs> Charles. Charles is in charge. I do
1: know, no, that's hilarious. That's so funny. I've never thought about that before, and I love it so much. Now I'm gonna have that theme song stuck in after my head. I said that, I was like, oh god. <laughs> and... So. Oh my god, that's amazing! So
0: uh, <laughs> now I'm just. Picturing. I think she should do this. Yeah, a oh parody, god, a parody
1: enough. of the opening, but it's actually just Prince Charles, like okay. recutting the introduction to the TV show, but with footage from yes. him. All right, we're gonna try to do that. I'm gonna <laughs> learn iMovie, and we'll do this. Okay, perfect. It'll take like a I year. Pop, I could Photoshop his face onto on onto what's his face? Oh God, Tony Danza.
0: Face? Tony Danza? Yes. Oh God.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh okay no
0: it's totally not tony danza no it's somebody else is no, it no it's tony danza it's not
1: is scott it? Bayo, is it because scott That's... i think it's scott okay. Bayo. charles it's one of those two i hope it's um tony danza because let's see hold on it is scott Bayo. oh it is never yeah. mind you but they look very similar they do that's who's, why at first I was like Tony Danza? Tony Danza's on one of them who's the boss is Tony Danza <laughs> right I don't know. Um, uh, but Scott
0: Baio was uh, yeah. in a show called Charles in Charge and I don't know it ran was it like late 80s?
1: Yeah. So I get it yeah. confused because who's the boss and Charles in charge are literally the same premise and they look identical <laughs> or I mean like effectively it's about like who's the guy who's in charge of this household. Yeah, Charles in charge ran from 1984 to 1990. Okay. I don't know. Is that even
0: Okay, hold on. What's Okay, I'm looking it up now. Oh okay so he takes care of children? Weird. I would... <laughs> Anyways, um so yeah, so we will uh in the future we will do a little bit more about the Yorks before the wedding mm-hmm. and uh kind of give our our dress and tiara predictions. Yeah, for that. So <laughs> we will do that.
1: <laughs> oh, that went off the rails. I love it yeah. though.
0: Yeah, that did. I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Uh
1: but yeah, so I think that's about it. So yeah, as I mentioned, if you know who designed Doria's shoes, for the love of God, let us know. You can get in touch with us, at at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at America Dreams, and we're on Twitter at America Round Dream. Um, you can also, you know, rate review, subscribe, etc. On Apple Podcasts. We agree. Yes, we very much appreciate it. Very much. And uh we should be back with more regular episodes at this point. Moving forward. Yeah. Um, I've have, I have moved, so and I and I found managed to find my microphone. I was like, oh crap, I have no idea where it is because I didn't pack it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to open like every box. And luckily I was able to find it. This oh, evening. I'm glad but perfect. It was not where you would expect it. It was not with the stuff with the room. It's like in a box on top of shoes. I don't know why it's sometimes there. Sometimes
0: you just, sometimes you're just like, I need to get this done and I don't care where it yeah, goes. I guess so there was just probably just like
1: everything. space on the top. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Think well, yeah, it, it felt good to be back. It
0: did. I was like, will I remember how to podcast? Can I talk out loud and say sentences? Indeed. I'm not sure yet. I'll have to listen when I edit it and I'll be like, oh god. You did
1: push the mute button like Amateur. three times accidentally. I did. But
0: yeah, so that's gonna be fun fixing that. Yeah. But whatever. We'll see. I won't I won't touch the microphone <laughs> in the future.
1: All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys all soon. Bye. Bye.